Welcome to Where To Next, a podcast for the driven woman who's been there, done that, and wants to be intentional about what's next. Each week, I'll teach you how to get where you want to go next while focusing on what's working and what's lighting you up. You'll learn to connect and leverage your intuition, acknowledge doubt when it pops up, and have the skills and confidence to keep going. You'll create your next steps with new mindset tools and crystallized wisdom, all while doing life your way and not someone else's, and realizing it's way easier than you ever imagined. Because, my love, living life this way, your way, means the best is yet to come. You are made for this. Thanks so much for being here. Let's dive in. Today I'm going to share my story and how this podcast came to be. And I'll be honest with you, I have been dragging my feet when it comes to recording this for the primary reason being, I'm not exactly sure how I wanted to share my story. And by what I mean there is this story, you can spin a story, you can tell a story, it can unfold in many, many, many ways. And I'm going to trust that because that's how I roll. I'm just going to trust that what comes out, the words that come out are exactly what needed to be said and exactly what you need to hear. So that being said, the very beginning is me in middle school and my mother telling me that I was a helper and she saw helping tendencies in me, meaning I was a safe harbor. I was that trusted individual people came to to feel better for advice, for impartial wisdom, although I, I don't know what teenager has wisdom, but she saw that in me and I owned that. And yes, that was who I was and it is who I am today. I've always been a helper. And like a lot of helpers out there, we help others and we're also helping ourselves. There's a, there's a phrase, the wounded healer. And the helpers and the healers are often looking for help and healing for themselves. And I can absolutely relate to that. I'm 50 years old and there has been a lot of life that I've lived in my years. There's been loss and lots of hurt. And so for me, I've always looked for ways to feel better, where I can feel better physically. So then I believe when you feel better physically, then you can feel your feelings better. And one of my personal beliefs is that our feelings are everything. Our feelings drive every single thing we do and don't do in life because that's just how the brain works. The brain wants you to avoid pain, feel pleasure, and do it as efficiently as possible. And when we can feel our feelings, the good, the bad, the ugly, and there are no bad feelings, right? It's just our association. Then we can show up in the world. We can show up better. We can show up differently. We can own We can own all of the nuances of who we are, make informed decisions about how we live our life and react versus respond. So that was a little off tangent, but how that all ties back is I have been a social worker, I've been in business, I've had various careers over the years. And for the past 15 or 20 years, I'd say actually all of my adult life, I've been a helper in one way or another. And 
About a year and a half ago, October of 21, I was working with my own coach because I'm always looking for that growth and expansion. And she said to me, Stacy, I think you need to take a break. I think it's time for you to step back from your business and just be. I don't want you thinking about anything. I don't want you doing anything. I just want you to give yourself a break because the truth is, even when I had my kids and they're 13 now, I did. I took a break for a few months, but I hopped right back in and I hadn't taken a break in this way in a very, very, very long time. So I received what she told me and loved it for a few weeks, probably a couple of months. And then, um, unfortunately my dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in December, but what taking a break afforded me was time to be with him. I was able to travel and be with him and usher him and be with my brother, my family, my children, my husband through that process. And that was, uh, in hindsight, one of the greatest gifts of my life, that conversation with my coach, my ability to receive it and take her words to heart. And when I finally did plug back into my life, it was about um, spring or summer and of this past year of 22. And I started to feel a little restless, professionally speaking, because I wasn't I still hadn't come back to my business and I hadn't had plans to. And in fact, when people asked me what I was doing these days professionally, I, I said I was retired. And because I was, I had retired myself from that uh, version of how I was showing up in the world professionally as a life coach. And then the more I listened to my intuition, the more I realized that I was onto something. I've always been a person who has listened to her intuition. If there's a conundrum or a situation, I know how to listen to what my heart says or what my intuition says. I may ask for guidance or seek counsel or ask advice, but I do know myself well enough. I have lived in my head and there's a big difference between living in your head and living in your body and trusting your intuition. And a lot of how I've coached, a lot of how I've lived my life has revolved around living in my head. But I know, and we know, um, science has proved this, that we are who we are as people is not who our minds are. Our minds are our brains. They are a collection of thoughts and beliefs. And beliefs are just thoughts that we rehearse and find evidence for. And all of that is malleable. We can change our thoughts. We can change our beliefs over time. And the one thing that's remained constant for me is my intuition. So over this past year, I have learned how to harness my intuition even more on a daily basis for the little things where I would have lived in my head in the past. I now am so connected to my intuition. And what I have found through that is life is so much easier. <laughs> life is so much less stressful. It feels less frenetic. It feels less up and down. There's less back and forth because I am always connected with my intuition. Now, caveat, life is 
stressful. Life is chaotic. There are lots of things happening at any one given time. And I am not saying that I don't get stressed out by any means because I, I definitely do. I have two children. I run a small business. I have a husband. I have a family. I volunteer in my community. I have all of the, the balls that we're all juggling or many of us are juggling in this day and age. But what I'm saying is my ability to cope, my ability to make decisions, my ability to arrest, my ability to take care of myself, my ability to function in a way that is not only true to me, but honors the values and values that I hold dear, my family holds dear, and how I want to show up in the world, that has become a lot easier. And accessing my intuition on a daily basis was a bit of a process, a bit of a learning process. And I will talk about that at a later date. But what I want you to know is it's entirely possible for you. And whether you have a relationship with your intuition or not, it is so important because our heads are not clearly thinking. It just doesn't. But our body and our intuition will never steer us wrong. And when we can trust that, when we can connect with that, when we can embody that and use it and rely on it on a more consistent basis, then this ease, this peace, this calm, the trusting and the knowing just all kind of falls into place. And it's almost like the Tetris pieces, you see them come down and there's no, there's no stress in trying to figure out how that's going to work. You just know that it's going to work. I know probably sounds a little airy fairy and wooey. And I get that. That's totally fine. And there is an element to that, but for anyone who lives this way and operates from this perspective, that is just what it feels like. Now, I definitely have days where my head gets ahead of me and I do, you know, have moments of stress and panic, but 90% of the time, 85% of the time, that's not how I operate. And when those moments happen, they are fewer and far between now. And I'm able to see that, oh gosh, that is absolutely what's happening. And I can kind of course correct. And that's what I want to teach you. That's what I want this podcast to be a place where you can get some skills, you can get some tips, you can get some tricks, you can hear from other women who've been in your shoes. You can learn from me. Um, You can learn from my body of work and the expertise that comes with wisdom and age and experience personally and professionally and training, etc. And of course, other people's perspectives, because we are in a moment where I think a lot of us are feeling confused or doubting, or maybe we're at that age where we're thinking, oh my gosh, is this all there is? And I, I felt that a lot in the past year as I was kind of just making my way through this last phase of life. You know, what is next for me? Hence the name, where to next? When we are able to take a break for a hot second, and it doesn't have to be months breaks. If you don't want to quit your job or you can't quit your job, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sitting with yourself for a second, for half an hour, for five minutes a day, whatever it is, and asking yourself, what is it I want? 
Where do I want to go? What do I want to create? What do I want to achieve? Who do I want to be? Because there is time. I know for a lot of us, we're at that sort of inflection point. As I said, I'm turning 50 and I'm thinking, holy cow, you know, I've lived a solid chunk of my life and wherever I am on the continuum, I don't know. I can assume I'm at the half-ish point, but I don't really know. But what thinking about this gets me and what marinating on it yields is deliberate creation about where I'm going next. And that is what matters because if you're not happy with what's happening in your life right now, there is plenty of time to change it and to do something else. Your life can change honestly with one thought. Your life can change in a half of a day, in a second, with one conversation. And if you're able to take anything from not only this podcast, but today's discussion or listening, I was thinking before I, I got on what I wanted to share, and it's three things. One, it's okay to pause. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to step back from some of your commitments. It's okay to say, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that right now because I'm choosing not to. And that is okay. The beauty of for now, those two words, is that for now could mean today. It could mean for a week. It could mean for a month. But to pause and take a break for now, whatever that looks like for you, highly, highly recommend. Number two, the other thing I want you to know is taking stock of what's working in your life is super helpful, but also being brutally honest with yourself about what's not working. Wow. That is illuminating. Now I know that is scary and it can seem a little overwhelming because then, wow, you, you have to do something about it, but you don't because that's not even true. You can absolutely acknowledge this isn't working and yet I'm going to continue to keep doing it anyway for whatever reason. But the significance, the power, the honoring of you and your highest self and who you are by acknowledging when something's not working, my gosh, think about times where I did that and it's just like, you know, a million pounds lifts from your shoulders. So that was number two. Take a look at what's working and take an honest assessment of what's not working. And then the last thing I want you to take away is you know what's true for you. Even if you say you don't, you absolutely do. Whether you want to admit it or not, whether you've been running from it, whether you've been tamping it down or hiding or ignoring it. I was definitely in that category for a little while thinking, oh gosh, you know, When I go back to that retirement, I was retired from that version of me, but I wasn't retired from contributing in the world. And this podcast came to be because I just kept listening and asking myself, okay, what am I going to do next? You know what's true for you. And you may not know what's next. You may not know what it looks like. And to be honest, Most of us sure as heck don't know all of the steps. We can't possibly, and that is okay. But if you listen to yourself, if you ask her, hey, what's for us next? You will be surprised and absolutely blown away. And I bet delighted with the answers that she turns up. Thanks so much for listening. 
If this was helpful, text this episode to your friend and reviews are always appreciated. I know you know that. You can find me on Instagram at Stacey Vulak, S-T-A-C-E-Y-V-U-L-A-K-H, or email me directly. That's the best place to find me. Hello at StaceyV.com. Definitely grab the link for my weekly note in the show notes below. And remember, until next time, you're in charge. Where are you going next? <laughs>